This podcast has been hijacked by the stoner and the fat man. Get ready to have your brain blown and your balls rocked off. Mark Poulos, Joe Cocazello, here they come. The stoner and the fat man. Welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast meets... 20 past 4. Meets 20 past 4. Joe Cocazello is back. Ta-da, bitches. We are in uh, Fargo-Moorhead, and uh, we had an interesting night last night, so Bless thought we out. would lay down a podcast. You're a dick, by the way. <laughs> Can we start there? <laughs> I'm not going to discount just, that I'm a dick. I'm not. We just discount jump right that. in. And you're just you're a dick. We'll just start there. Just, we work just the fresh start. I think maybe, just, and then we should. Just a dick. Maybe we should. Maybe we went too far too fast. Maybe we should go back and tell them. Why are you such a dick? Why? Why you might be a dick? Why? Do we need, uh, do we and let them the make their mind like the fucking like the Christmas All right, Carol. Listen. So we did a show last night, and then we found found out that there was going to be an open mic after the show. So we both, they asked us, and we both decided to do a small set on the open mic to keep people around so they could make money on drinks and food. And uh, they put Joe on right before me, and uh, I don't know what came over me, but uh, Joe did a joke. Closing out his set. Just wanted to get on stage. Where he asks a question. I ask all questions all the time, and they're not actual what questions. Do, what do I say to you? Yes, I know. I know, Mark. I know what you say to me. If you ask a question, you be ready for an answer. Yeah. Yeah, but there was no reason. <laughs> for any reason. Just, be, just because I knew the answer. That's just because you knew the answer does not mean... <laughs> Oh, do you go to a magic show and you're like, the bird's in his hat. The bird is just, it's a trick door in the hat. So. It ju- ties the scarves together before the show starts. You're a fucking asshole. Joe, Joe has a joke where he says, it's a very short joke. Really short. Real quick, get that out 12 seconds. Yeah. 12 seconds. Could have been. He, I go up and off stage. He leans into the audience and says, What's the worst part about fucking a ghost? And then you let it lay there no, I for an enormous amount of video. time. I made you watch the video. And you can, I'll, it was 1 1000. Someone in the audience said something. She, so I had to wait. No, listen she, to me. All Look, right, I had. All right. I had. Put your fucking hand out of my I, face. Get the down. I had to wait for her to stop talking so then I could. Like say the punchline, and then t- the two words. Like you still get come on your sheet seven words, and then boom, off stage. <laughs> but the uproarious pro- laughter. No, Good night, everyone. The problem. Like, and then no, 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 no. The problem. The problem. No, you was know what the problem was? Too much no, time. the problem. No, there, there was, was no time. There was no time. The there was zero the time. There we, shouldn't have been. I'm gonna make you watch even it. Even a half oh. second. There shouldn't have been a half second. They, I would get have. The tape. I would have been. Get talking. the tape. This is the purpose of this podcast, is to exonerate me from being an a-hole. Why not be able to hear it? This is going to be oh, really... it's going to work. Just put the speaker next to the microphone. I've done it before. I've played YouTube videos all from right, my phone right. on this podcast. I, like, I will... We'll find the... 
Hold on. I'd like, are you, you tell, like, you keep just so, saying why and, you're not a fucking <laughs> asshole. And so he says, what, what's the worst part about fucking a ghost? And the answer is, you still get cum on your sheets, is right. the answer. So he said the joke, and there was a pause longer than I had thought that there should be. And it was an open mic. There was nine people there. And I thought it would be funny if I just yelled out the answer. <laughs> and we came to the conclusion today that Joe, when people mess with him, he responds as Yosemite Sam from the cartoons. He just pulls both guns out and starts shooting them in the air. <laughs> Okay, so we've got it. Where's the where's the speaker to your computer? Where's the speaker? Is it on that side? Look for look for striations. All right, just well, just hold your computer near the microphone, and I think they'll get the picture. It's over here. It's over there. There it is. What's the worst part about fucking a ghost? If you're gonna, no, if you there was not joke, four, there was not four seconds. If you have a there joke was, with that this is what explosive I, of an ending, you hit hit it and then hit it. You let it sit there. I know about hitting things. You sit. Oh, you gonna knock me out? No, not, that podcast? was not. That was a sexual. You're threatening me with the fist? I know how to do comedy. I know how to fuck things. I'm pretty good at hitting stuff. Bats, you, baseballs. You left it there so long that some no, other lady was saying stuff. No. I only came in after she started saying stuff because I was like, oh, I guess he wants an answer. Okay, both of those <laughs> things, both of those things are false. And if you can hear the, if, I, if you're listening and you can hear the tail of the tape, go back and listen again. I don't really, it's because it, you go, it goes, I give the setup. Mm-hmm. A lady then, I, I let it sit just long what enough, just what say? I wanted. I, it, so, whatever she says <laughs> doesn't even matter. She said something. It doesn't even matter what she said. Because I, the only thing about what she said that matters is right when I was about to say the correct answer, slash punchline, slash reason to get out, slash why would anyone, any comedian, best friend, Good chum, buddy. I have. This is the answer. I have no idea why I said it. I, it just seemed funny at the time. It was a open mic. There was nine people there, and I knew that you would lose your mind. And you were filming it on your GoPro, and it was good video. 
But and I it was good that... video. That doesn't matter. I yeah. don't, don't, don't fuck with me just because <laughs> you're filming it on your GoPro and it's good video. It was all part of the plan. It's not part of the so plan. You get good video. No, you don't fuck with me just because you think I have the camera around. Uh, you have to say, though, you have to admit. Wait, hold on. I'm not open, done yet. That open mic last night for those people was probably the best thing that they've seen at that open mic since its inception <laughs> because what happened after so joe like joe yelled at me for a while and then he settled back into a set to try to find a joke that he could close on and he has tons <laughs> of like brilliant jokes that he could have gone to but he went to a joke that you know it was it's good but it's not a closer, not a closer? and it didn't do too well so then he started freaking out even more <laughs> And there was an MC that was going to come and bring me on right after him, and he refused to allow him onto the stage because he <laughs> wanted to intro me. <laughs> you should play that part because I think that's hilarious. So as he's doing this intro for me, he's dragging chairs and tables and pretzels and candles on stage <laughs> just and just making the stage completely <laughs> impassable. <laughs> but it's fucking, it's funny, man. Is this running? No, no, Joe, why don't you stay there, Joey? I, I got this. I got this. I got this. Oh, I got this. I got this. Your next comedian coming to the stage. He's so funny. He's such a hoot. He's so fun, so funny. He's so, he's so hilarious. I want to just bring up to the stage a, a good friend of mine. Someone that wouldn't be a dickhead and ruin a punchline of the only, you're the only person in the fucking audience to hunt. I do yoga. I know the breathing. Right? Fuck you, Mark. Mark, pull everybody. Mark, no, I'm gonna bring him back up. Mark's not coming on stage. Oh no! Oh, oh, you're not gonna come on stage, huh? Oh, you're not gonna. I know you set your lackey to clean up the stage before you. I see how it is. There I am. And we were besties. That's good, though. Hey, go get him, Tiger! Because I, I, when you started freaking out and dragging all the tables on stage. I told the MC, I go, go up there and let him know that I'm not coming on stage because I knew that would light you up even further. <laughs> that you wouldn't be able to attack me back while I was on stage. Oh. And you were just pacing in the back of the room <laughs> waiting for a joke that you knew the punchline to, but you, I wasn't going to give you a chance to <laughs> yell one of my punchlines out because I don't take inornament breaks after my setup, oh, I was punchline. Are you kidding me? I was gonna, I wasn't gonna wait for that. I was gonna waiting for the first two words of a joke I knew, and I was gonna just say the punchline. <laughs> just, Before you, you know what you should have done, which would have been fucking hilarious. Just yell out. Started a joke that you knew to just run on stage and grab the microphone and finish it. I mean, that would have been an amazing thing, man. Uh, I'm sorry, JoJo. 
it was hilarious. And I have podcast, not accepted. I apologize. And, and on this podcast, I don't yet accept your apology. Oh, come this on. This was Joey. not, you, wait, you waited for the podcast to apologize, not even the pre show uh, on the podcast. Like, we're just I'm like, not going to lie, Joe. Breakfast that you didn't call me for this morning. Yeah, I know. For shitty radio that. I'm not going to lie, Joe. I do a lot of stuff to you that I really feel bad about. I think the thing that. It's, it's, we talked about this. It's, yeah. Is it the Yosemite Sam syndrome? No, I don't know if it is. I, it's just, I can't explain it, but I see you as a brother. So when we're out on the road, I fuck with you like I, w- I would fuck with my brother, you know? Yeah, Because I, I find it hilarious. <laughs> but I, the, the one that I really regret, the one that I regret and I wish I could take back because I feel like it was the worst thing I've ever done to anybody was I think it was the second time we did Stoner and the Fat Man. We were in Lewiston, Idaho, and this couple came up to us before the show and they said that they were personal friends. Oh, you fucking asshole. Da- I remember <laughs> They were personal friends of, of David, David Tribble, Tribble, who we were working for at the time. Hey, Joe. Joe, so, hello. Hello, so it's David Tribble. David Tribble. It's, hello, it's David Tribble. I just say what he fucking... I'm not giving away oh, the ending. I just say what he fucking calls, and he's just like, hello, Joe, it's David Tribble. David Tribble here. It's like, hey, you know he what? Hey, why don't you call me back when you when it's Dave? I'm going to talk to Dave. <laughs> tell Dave. What, hey, David Tribble, what are you... Tell, text Dave. Have him call me. <laughs> So, uh, David Tribble. So, Joe was, Joe was more freaked out than he normally is before a show because he now knows that there's people in the audience directly connected to David Tribble. And this is Stone on the Fat Man's like second, this is our second time. Yeah, it was, it was, it was way early, early in the inception of it. And it's kind of, I mean, it's nothing crazy. Yeah. What we do is nothing crazy. But not, that, that but room there is tough. And that it's room conservative. In Lewiston, Idaho. It's very conservative, and it's a tough room. The setup of it and the sound of it—it's just a tough is, room. It's, and I don't think it even exists anymore. But thank goodness, because that town smelled like ass. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, it's one of the factory towns, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sorry, but paper, your town smells like ass. Paper ass. So we do the show, and Joe has a, a really tough set up front. Like, they're just not vibing with them or Tell whatever. me that your town doesn't smell like ass. I dare you. I think they, Please, email me at JoeCogazello at gmail.com. I wonder if somebody who is born and grows up in a town that smells like ass, I was thinking the if same they thing. become, like, oblivious to the to smell To that of it? smell. Yeah. That particular smell. They can still smell, like, farts and stuff. Yeah. And they're, like, in their town. They're just like, hey, But, it, like, all right, if I was in that town yeah. and I farted, I don't even know if I could smell my own farts. Well, I feel like when I go to New York, New York has a specific smell. It does sometimes smell like garbage, and now yeah. I don't really smell the garbagey smell. Okay. But I grew up there. So it's kind of, yeah. yeah, I know. It is kind of a, maybe you are, like, one smell, that town that you are, like, it's like whatever the smell is when you come out of a fucking, <laughs> like, of, of your mom. What? That first smell is like the smell that you're like, like whoa! It's not, it smells like that's vagina normal. and paper. It's like that, like the first, like because like the whatever town you're born in, yeah. like people are born well, in like Lewiston, C- Cedar Rapids, Iowa. They have the cereal companies there, and it's so smelled, each day that they're cooking cereal, the town smells like that cereal. Yeah. So people are always like, God, I love Crunchberry Day, because the whole fucking town smells, smells like, like Crunchberries. Yeah. It's wondrous. Yeah. But I'm then wondering. there's like, there's like they a have, Budweiser uh, factory. And like have, in what the hell is the name of that really fancy like the healthy cereal like Kashi grain 
Great Nuts. Great Nuts. So Great Nuts Day, it smells like an asshole in that town. <laughs> but everybody loves Anyway, so back to the story. So you go... And you have a tough set up front. Yes. Because you were already inside yourself. Like, these people are judging me and they're going to tell David Tribble, blah, yes. blah, blah. So you had a tough set. And did we even do Stoner and the Fat Man then? I feel like you were all pissed off and you didn't want to do it. So No, I feel like you did do Stoner and the no, Fat I, Man. I, I think we did. I think all around that show was just kind of shitty. Like, I felt like I had an okay set. Stoner and the Fat Man didn't really go that well. Anyways, it was just kind of a shitty night. And after the show, you were just like outside of your mind like freaking out like god damn it the one fucking night that i have a shitty set david tribble's personal friends and then they stopped by and they were like hey it was really nice show thanks for having us or whatever and then he freaked out even more you were like oh they were being weird they're fucking calling david tribble and you were freaking out about it so much that i don't know why it's stuck in my brain (laughs) so god even saying even saying what i did to you makes my stomach hurt because i feel so bad joe i feel so bad why did i do it it just i don't know i woke up the next morning such an asshole i was supposed to call him so he could get some breakfast i called him on the phone and as serious as i possibly could i said uh hey joe uh i just got a call from david tribble and uh uh he you're fired (laughs) and joe was like what and I go, yeah, I guess word got back from the show last night, and they're uh, they're sending in some other feature act to come in to finish up the tour with me, and uh, I guess you're just going to have to get like a plane ticket or a bus ticket home. And he was just like, what are you talking about? And then I was like, ah, I'm just fucking with you. And he <laughs> slammed the hotel phone down so hard, it actually hurt my ear, and I feel, Joe... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I did it. I thought it was so funny was at so, the time. But you didn't talk sleep. to me for like two days. We would sit in the car and you wouldn't say anything. And uh, I, was just like, I would just Come play. On. I would read. Oh, man. I felt so bad about man, that. that one, was, man, that was. I, I could not sleep that night. I was just tossing. I, like, I know. I, had like, I, I think I watched so many infomercials because like, once you get to a point <laughs> on television, everything stops. <laughs> I don't know why I do it, it man. Uh, it's just like one of those things, you know. You only do that shit to, you, to like the, people the best, your I know. best friends you think is family. You wouldn't do that to somebody you kind of know. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I know you. I've known you for fifteen years, Joe. I know all the buttons to push to fight. And you no, know what are you all talking the about? Bu- it's just you know one big button. Bu- yeah, it really it's is. just one big it's button. Just that's just like, back. don't push <laughs> don't that push button. That button. That's the one thing I've mentioned. Pew pew pew. <laughs> Finger pistols. It is It is somewhat because of the way that you react to situations. Because <laughs> most people, like, if you fuck with them, they're like, fuck you. And then the next day, like, everything's fine. But you just, like, freak out about it so much. <laughs> You're just, like, running across streets and yelling at the top of your lungs. It's just kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember any other memorable freakouts? Well, I remember the uh, that one where, like... I think it was the second time that we did Stoner and the Fat Man, and uh, and we did uh, I think it was Mile City or something, and you really liked this girl after the show. She was a really tall, lanky girl, not really my type, but uh, and she for whatever oh, yeah. reason took a liking to me. Was that the me. champagne? That was that champagne jam run. That was champagne. <laughs> <laughs> 
Champagne Jam I th- was. God, I think this I would was buy like, two bottles of champagne in every like one seven, night. Week. Seven years ago yeah. or eight years ago. So Joe uh, Joe was constant. Like he had this idea in his head. I feel like it was the second tour we did a Stone and the Fat Man, and you had it in your head because at that time you were completely like one hundred percent single. Yep. Like the first tour we did, you were with somebody. I think I don't remember, but whatever. Who knows? I don't even fucking. It's nine years ago. Man. I know they come and they go. So the second tour, you were single and free as a bird. So you had this idea that you just wanted to get as many ladies as you could back to your room to have a glass of champagne. Not a glass of champagne. Maybe a massage. A bottle of champagne. Oh, that's right. An entire I would, bottle. Because of I champagne. had bought, I would buy two bottles of champagne. Yeah. Uh, there would be, I would. There was nowhere to chill both of them. So I would take one can from the like of one bag from the garbage and fill it with ice. Yes. What's the champagne what? in the ice? <laughs> See these long pauses. I don't know what. Or I'd do it in the sink where I'd fill the sink yeah. with ice and then boom, 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 two champagne bottles. Okay. And then uh, yeah, so that like so champagne so yes. jam. We did that gig, and you really liked this girl, and I couldn't care less. She really wasn't my type, or whatever. It uh, wasn't. I really liked this girl. It, you said you you you're doing the comedy thing where you acting in extremes. It was it was a lady that in Mile City. I was yeah. I was like, oh hey, look at this ladybird. Yeah. I thought I th- I thought this was like a nice little this this was but a no, champagne you, jam. You made it like a big deal because I was to... hammered a. B, well, yeah. you were being such a chode. I wasn't like, at the beginning. Though. I know, but That's I like. The problem. But I was like, I was like, is any time there was all three were the, of us were you talking. You were the brother that fucking. I would slide away and let you have being your a thing. dick all the time. But I'm saying, like, in the beginning, we three be talking, and I would slide away and let you have your time with her because you were interested and I wasn't. So I, didn't I don't really see care. Anything. Like, I, so like, then whatever she would say something and slide away from you and come back to me and i was like well i guess she likes me more than him but whatever so i kept trying to slide away to let you have your time with her and it was obvious she was not interested to say something because i didn't see anything there yeah obviously so then she went she went outside to smoke or something like that and then you kind of like got my face and you were like you were like listen dude i, I want to take this chick for a champagne jam stop fucking with my shit and i'm like i'm not i'm just I'm trying to get away so you can have your time with her. And you were like, oh, yeah, you're just talking to her and you're saying things. Just get away from her. And so I was like, so when you walked away, that was the minute I was like, well, now I just got to fuck with him. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't allow that to go on. So then when she came back in, I was talking to her even more. And then when you would come over and say stuff, I would like uh, minimize what you were saying and, and be like, eh, you know, don't worry about him. What were you saying again? And you just flipped out. Like, you turned around in the middle of the bar and you were like, fuck you! Fuck you, Mark! <laughs> and you just shoved the door open and you left the bar. And I had no idea what happened to you. And uh, she kind of laughed at it and I laughed at it because I was like, what the fuck was that? So then I went outside to try to find you and you walked from the bar all the way back to the hotel which is a ways away it was a pretty ways so i put all the shit in the car and i drove back to the hotel and i called your room and the first time you answered the phone you just screamed fuck you and you slammed the phone down (laughs) and i was like oh man he's pissed at me again (laughs) 
So I called back, and you were like, how dare you do such a thing to me? And then you hung up the phone again. You were fucking, I couldn't get you. I didn't know if you were going to, because that was like the last gig of the tour, and I did not know if you were going to be in the car the next day because you were so pissed off. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> but oh, it's yeah, like, I was... I, I'm not, like we were talking about this the other day, that Nick, when you like our friend Nicholas Anthony, when you hang out with him, you, he'll cock block you just because he finds it funny. Yeah. And even if he's not into the girl that you're talking to, he'll become interested in her because you're there with her and he likes to fuck with you that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy. I, I don't know. really care. Yeah, you just said But that, you that, fucked out on me so much that night that I just like, man, I gotta fuck with this guy. Dude, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> it was like... I don't know. I I tell you Miles a lot City, of shit when we're on so... the. I tell you a lot of shit when we're on the road, and probably there's like sometimes it's not even close to true. <laughs> just say it just to see your reaction. I. <laughs> I. Uh... Oh man. But you I know, always the stoner get, and the fat man. I always thing. get so drunk in Mile City. Yeah, Mile wow, City. You know. Mel in Mile nice City, people. Montana. What, what what's the name of that bar? Her bar? Uh, the Trails in. The Trails in. Yeah. Have you ever stopped it through Mile City? Well, don't start talking about this. we got to talk about that on the next podcast when we reveal know, just... our uh, our live recorded show. We'll talk all about Mile City on the next I one. I know. I'm just, this, it's just a plug for Can you Mel. remember any... Uh, it's just a plug for Trails in. Can you remember any Go to Trails in, you guys. Uh, I pissed you off outside of uh, the firing, the telling your joke, and stealing your woman? Uh... Do you Let's remember see. any ones? <laughs> hmm. I mean, we've done this so many times. I know. There's, there's got to be all more. Mel- yeah, I know. There's, there's, there's got to be more in there. There was some doozies. Uh, with... <laughs> Man, no. There's, like, but we do have a pretty... I feel like something happened in Wits End that was... That was, uh, that was that more me. something to you. Uh, you were, like... Oh, you were pissed whole... at me because I... Oh, that you uh, did the, the bachelorette uh, party. The baby... Uh, Picked Lost me up. the baby joke. Oh no, that was uh, that was the Tri Cities, and you just dove into a limo and they took you away. And I was like, "Well, that was great. Thanks for maybe someday I'll see him again." <laughs> you just mad like because that's my worry. Like every time we go out on the road, like sometimes you'll disappear after the show, and I don't know if you're going to be back the next day. And to your credit, you're always there at 7 a.m. the next day when I call you to leave. So, I mean... Why wouldn't I be? There's another town to go to. Dude, do you know how many times I've gone on the road with guys and we're traveling together and I call them in the morning and they're not there? And then I have to wait till, like, checkout time and they're still not there. So I'm, like, sitting in the lobby, like, and they'll just kind of wander in from outside and be like, where the fuck were you? Like, oh, I don't know. I ended up at somebody's house. Let me go pack up my shit and we can get out of here. Like, that happens a lot. Dude. It's pretty crazy. But you're always there, man. Always there. Always there. I, but I can still, but I get crazier than anybody. Like, I party harder than anybody else. And I'm always there. And I get so mad at you because you get so much shit for free on the road. I just, I don't even know what's happening. I don't know why I get so much shit for free. Yeah. It just, it just, like. I, we get a 20, like here. Yeah. Last night it happened again. <laughs> like we get a discount, a twenty five percent discount on food. So I got, I don't know, some cheese curds or something like that. So they're like six dollars. So it's twenty five percent discount. I owe like three fifty or whatever. 
So I give her like, you know, a $7 tip or whatever. I go to bed, I wake up the next day and I was like, uh, you know, how to go the rest of the night. She was like, I don't know, they got me all messed up. And then I was just hanging out with the chef in the kitchen and he was just cooking me food and handing it to me. <laughs> I'm like, what did that cost you? And he's like, cost me? <laughs> he opened the freezer and he's like, what do you want me to deep fry you? And I was like, oh God. You remember when we were in, <laughs> do you remember when we were in Brookings? And we were hanging out. We were hanging out yes. in the back area of the restaurant, and the chef, the chef had a pocket full of ribs, like he was taking a bunch of ribs home that were left over, and they were in a bag in his pocket. And I go, man, I'm starving. And he goes, well, all we really have is like cold stuff. He's like, I could make you a turkey sandwich. And I was like, yeah, how about a turkey sandwich? So then, uh, I don't know. Somehow the ribs came out of his pocket, and Joe was like, what are those? And he goes, oh, these are ribs I made myself. They're the best. They got a rub on them, whatever. And Joe's like, can I have one of those? And I'm like, you were going to eat a rib that was just in a man's pocket? <laughs> he made them himself. Yeah. <laughs> they were still in his pocket. They were a chef pocket. It's an apron. Yeah. But you get, I, I don't know how you do it, man. It's just, you know, being that guy that everybody loves on the road and you get shit for free. You're the one that taught me to never pay your tab until the end of the night. Oh, don't tell everyone that secret. <laughs> <laughs> that's a secret. Don't tell anybody that secret. That I, they don't know this. They don't know the tricks. Well, I'm not going to give them the whole story. Well, no, you can tell. Now that you started, you might as well, it's because if you pay for you just everyone comes to town, you're just some stranger, you're just some douchebag, yeah. but by the end of the night well you have you, to preface it like you have to be the entertainment for the night yeah you but they don't care be because guy. yeah but even the entertainment it, like the week the before like everyone's got a oh see the entertainment yeah. Yeah, hey, oh look at this entertainment oh look at the idea look at the entertainment's here oh the entertainment's here woo entertainment oh crap that's why the, I don't use credits because they don't like it's and now, but by the end of the so what you're by the saying, end of the you have, night, you have to have like a connection. You with be, the people you make that, a connection with and the then they with give the you bartender, a and then it becomes this. Oh, yeah. hey, get, get out yeah, of here! Get out of here! It's a lot of get out. Yeah, of here. forget about it. Get out. Oh, you oh, come on! Yeah. Oh, I'm the for guy. Me, <laughs> for, uh, for me, oh, thank you. I'm and then the you guy, have to work yeah. on your. You have to work on your, thank you. Yeah, you you I'm the type of guy that gets like a sandwich and a couple beers, and I'm like, just close me out because that's all I'm getting tonight, and then. Joe waits till the end, and he always gets it for free. So I don't know how he pulls that off, but it's look at this face. Yeah, it's pretty. But you, I, you have like, a face that gets free things. I it like, and it's not. It's a skill, Joe, which I don't. I'm possess, not looking for free things. Am, uh, it's it, but the life of, of a comedy uh, of a comedian uh, yeah. on the road is. Joe a, works it to perfection. I will say that it's a shit poor life. Yeah. La like, if you have to pay for everything, yeah, it's it's a, gotta, it's a tough. Do Hustle. some workarounds. Joe's got the... He's the master of the workarounds. <laughs> he literally called Dairy Queen and asked him to extend the $5 lunch because he was on his way. And somehow Sweet Talk, the lady, <laughs> had to do it. And I don't even get it. Oh, dude, it's, we should wrap it's fun. this one up, man. It's just... Dude, you should... And Oh, man, if you're a corporation, don't get him a bad side. Because <laughs> the, the only thing I love more than... Uh, then having fun is bitching about fucking shitty policies and fucking getting screwed. Like, oh, I, that's I call sure. companies and I like the smoking hotel room will go down as the biggest thorn in your side. 
There's hotels now where the whole hotel is non-smoking and Joe feels like it is a travesty. It's the worst. I think it's the greatest thing to ever come since oh. sliced bread. Oh, oh you're so fancy. <laughs> Look at you. You don't have, all your habits are not like a fucking. I can do them in a non-smoking or a smoking room. I can eat candy in any room. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to start lobbying for no candy in no hotel candy rooms. No candy in hotel rooms? No Come candy on. in hotel rooms. I that's don't give a shit. That's I'm not going to stick. I'll illegally do candy in hotel rooms. <laughs> I've been illegally doing candy in hotel rooms for years. I'll illegally keep doing. If we see a Snickers wrapper, it's a $100 fine. Oh, man. If, if there's a fucking Milky Way mark in the bed, I'm like, oh, you're going to... And not that kind. I if there's yeah. Skittle marks oh, in your bed, <laughs> I'm just stuffing on Skittles fines. everywhere. Oh uh, well, this has been another unbridled enthusiasm meets twenty past four podcast. So from uh, twenty past four, Brooklyn, New York, in Moorhead, Minnesota. I am Joe Cogazello. I'm Mark Poulos. Tune in next time. Well, you can get. We should probably tell him. You can get all the podcasts oh, on, yeah, iTunes. on iTunes. Oh, yeah, on iTunes. Yeah, it's... And uh, Large Drunk Man's I mean, my isn't website. This, I'm pretty sure this is where they're listening to it, is iTunes for me. Let's hope is, so. Is that where you're... I think mostly, but some people go to Podbean and Ooh, get it Podbean. there. So. If you're on Podbean, you know, you can... That's always a nice thing. That's a good... But uh, tune in next time when we talk about who knows. Other stuff. Other times that you were an asshole. That's just a guy for priests and Boy Scout leaders to just get some little kid dicks. Oh, man can't make a kid dick joke! (laughs) Adults, we're not adults here. Can't talk about... I didn't do anything. I did nothing to those little kids' dicks. Oh, let me see.